listening to Book Nuts. Hello and welcome to episode number 26 of the Book Nuts podcast. I got that right, first take. It's pretty unusual, but it happens once a year. We'll take it. Uh, this is your podcast where we talk about books, uh, as you can tell by the name. Uh, we uh, kind of concentrate on audiobooks and stuff like that. If you want to know why, go back to episode one. We're not going to rehash it, but uh, yeah, that's what we do. If you want to join us, just email Tracy at podmas.com. And speaking of that, if you want to contact my cohorts, email that and I'll forward it to him. Speaking of that, my partner in crime, the one, the only, and I'm really happy about that, Mr. Jonathan Nadu. Hello, and so isn't the rest of the world. <laughs> exactly. So what's latest in the Nadu world? Uh, nothing terribly exciting. Uh, we had a couple of birthdays like within the past few weeks, or like month really. Like my daughter, or my son turned seven, and a few months before that, another son turned three, and the daughter turned one, so everything's going well over here. That sounds good. Yeah, same here, just summer heat, trying to, you know, put it up with the heat. I always want to call you Nadu when I look at your name. Just and I know that's not it, but I want to do it just to get your reaction. I think actually, technically, it is. I, I, I interviewed a, a person from Quebec on my crowdfunding podcast that I do. I was like, "All right, you need to put like an age-old discussion to end here, my friend." I was like, "Because NATOs, you know, make up half the population of of Quebec." And I said, "How do you technically are you supposed to pronounce it?" And he said, "Nado." So that's that's technically the French way of saying it, but we Americanized over here and we say NATO. Yeah, we're uh, Merkin. Let's get that right there. Exactly. Uh, that's like mine. I'm H-O-L-Z, but and it's pronounced Holtz, the German pronunciation. Everybody puts a T in there. Everybody. I don't even correct them anymore. I really don't care, unless it's for a government document. I don't even correct them anymore. So in the first name of Tracy, everybody puts E-Y. I don't care anymore. So, <laughs> it's, uh, like I said, unless it's for an official form, I don't even correct people anymore. So, <laughs> people put down your female, you don't care. You just roll with it. It's, oh, yeah. That's, they don't really do it much anymore. But back in the 90s, it was real common to get stuff in the mail, you know, like trial products in the mail. And I would get more feminine products than my wife. See, my wife is Joni, J O N I. So everybody thought I was Johnny and she was Tracy, you know, uh, when we'd go yeah, places. Yeah, so yep, yep. we got that quite a bit. And then now my older sister, her name's Cora, but everybody called her Corey. So growing up too, even to a lot of her relatives, I was Corey and she was Tracy. So, <laughs> That's funny. so for me, my name, it doesn't bother me one, doesn't even phase me anymore. I could care less. You've been called worse, I'm sure. Yeah, as long as the paychecks are right. That's all I care about. Exactly. <laughs> All right, enough of that stuff. Let's get into this. Today we are going to be talking a book written by Michael G. Manning. It's a series, The Mageborn. This is book number one in the Mageborn book. It's called The Blacksmith's Son. Yeah. So uh, The Mageborn book one, The Blacksmith's Sons. Let's get into the non-spoiler section here. Again, if you're new to this podcast, uh, anything we talk about now, it's not really going to ruin the book. It's going to give you that 10,000-foot down look on the book. We will tell you, hey, from here on out, it's a spoiler. If you want to listen to it, listen to it. If you don't, don't. 
But uh, And if you stop at that point, you won't miss anything else in the podcast. We don't cover anything else that you don't hear before. You need to know about that. So speaking of that, before I forget, the next book we are going to review is by Lauren Fortgang. I think that's right. F-O-R-T-G-A-N-G. Fortgang, I think that's right. This is another series. It's book number one in the Grisha series. It's called Shadow and Bone. So, yeah, so this is uh, actually two fantasy books back-to-back here. They're really not sci-fi. These are both fantasy style. And if you had to hold me down and I had to answer which book types do you have to listen to and nothing else would probably be the fantasy. Fantasy would probably beat out sci-fi by a smidgen. Uh, Speaking of that, what do you think of uh, fantasy books? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually a fan of mine. I haven't read too many up until we started doing this, but I, I'm totally down with those now. I'm there. I would probably uh, agree with you. I would lean more towards those than anything to listen to. Yeah. Now, one downside of fantasy books is if you get a bad one, it can go seriously bad. Uh, most are okay. Uh, it's when they really try to reach out their ways. We'll get into that later and everything like that. But again, next time we're going to go over Shadow and Bone. Uh, if you want there. So, uh, again, if you want to join us, just email Tracy at podness.com. And also, don't forget to go to podness.com slash Amazon. Uh, it really helps Door out so he can go to conferences and stuff like that. Everything Door makes by you doing that goes right back into the shows. And it goes right into where he can go to the different conferences to see the different people that they always nag him to go to. So, yeah, he's got two small boys that are bleeding him dry financially. So, come on. Help them out. Yeah, yeah go, exactly. Go to Amazon.com slash Podnuts. And uh, again, you know the drill. It doesn't cost you any more to kick a little bit back to there. So let's get into the book. How does that sound? Sounds good. All, all right. This is The Blackness Sun, uh, The Mage Born, uh, book one. Starting out, this doesn't ruin it. I really, really like how in the beginning of the book... Um, I think they called it, uh, I'm, I'm, boy, I'm trying to think of it. The, it wasn't the first real chapter. It was kind of like a beginning. It was Prologue. about, Mar- yeah, like Marcus the Heretic. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What it kind of did is it really set everything up. Uh, uh, I liked that approach. Uh, so don't skip the prologue. If, if you do that, don't skip the prologue. Basically what that's doing is, some authors tell you about the book and it kind of drags it out a little bit. No, this is just a quick little chapter. You listen to it. If you listen to it, it's probably five or ten minutes. And it really picks you up what the heck's going on so you can jump right into the story. I really like that approach. Some people do that approach. Some don't. Uh, unless you're a really seasoned, good writer, how you can evolve the book in the storyline. Uh, sometimes it, the books seem to be jumpy. Uh, trying to set up some of the things in the book. So I really liked how they had the Marcus the Heretic uh, prologue at the beginning. Yeah, it worked out really well. And, and after that, it just gets right into it. There's no no wasting any time, and it picks up with action right away. Yeah, it doesn't ruin it. Pretty much right away, there's a death. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, like exactly. Almost immediately. So it's like, hi, welcome. This is Metro. Die, die, die. You know, so uh, that's kind of how it starts out. So it's, it's good. Um, basically, this about a boy named, this, this won't ruin anything, uh, Mordecai. 
Uh, he is a blacksmith's son, and that's who he thinks he is. He thinks he is a blacksmith's son, but he is really the son of a duke. Who and this doesn't ruin anything in the book. You kind of know about this. Um, and the duke is killed, and just help him out and save him. He gets sent off, and he's raised by this blacksmith. And growing up, his best friend is another duke. His dad's the castle. So, and he's just this scrawny little blacksmith. That's pretty much his life. Yeah, actually, he was his parents. Though his her his dad at least was a a mage, and so he that comes a lot into play later on in the in the book. But yeah, he he just his uh in the beginning of the book his mother and father were basically killed in this like castle attack but his mother kind of escaped and she she found this blacksmith and and his wife and they they took care of uh, Mordecai he was like you know a baby you know months old six months old or whatever so they raised him and he always just thought these are my parents and uh later in the book something happens and he starts uh, things start to unravel and uh he starts to find out I guess I'm not the blacksmith's son Exactly. So, and that's kind of basically the book. Uh, this is a book about good versus bad, and you get to see the characters, and you kind of know early on good versus bad. Uh, one thing I do like about his writing style, uh, this is a traditional fantasy theme book. You have good over here, you have bad over there, you have a good hero using everything he can do to fight the bad and you got the bad doing everything they do to fight the good he's not going on any limbs it's the traditional medieval times how everything is working like that uh he doesn't go out on a limb anywhere fantasy wise but honestly he doesn't have to it is that well written in my opinion yeah definitely there's no he, he doesn't stretch at all with how he writes and, and plans out you know the the the, the kingdoms and the castles and everything it's it's done really well he, he doesn't uh, overdo anything which is great yeah uh some fantasy writers really think they have to stretch stuff like this guy's power he shoots fire and ice at the same time really you know you, you don't need that you know if it's well written and and he he didn't have any of that it is a standard fantasy what you're going to expect but like i said it is very well written uh i give this a solid I can't decide eight and a half or nine right there. Yeah, I was going to say nine myself. So, Yeah, so if you don't know about our scales, uh, anything seven or up you need to read or listen to, and higher up, kind of throw it up higher on your list to listen to or read. So uh, if you read that score, uh, The Blacksmith's Son is uh, definite. Go find it. So anything else you want to talk about before uh, we get to spoilers? Uh, no, that's a pretty good idea of uh, the 10,000-foot view. All right, again, cut off here if you don't want to know any of the spoilers, if you want to know more about the book, even if you haven't listened to it. Uh, I don't mind spoilers when I listen to books. That doesn't bother me. I still enjoy the books. So I can listen to stuff like this, and it won't affect my opinion. But, uh, yeah, let's get into the spoiler. All right. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Here we go. Okay. Starts out, basically, his real mom and his real dad, his real mom's royalty, his real dad's uh, a mage, and uh, his dad is basically, his life is part of one of the mages' things. Some of them do is they're 
a personal protector of person X. And basically, he was chosen and everything to protect Mordecai's real mom. They fall in love. They get married. But not too many people knew they were married. A few people did. few people didn't. She wasn't all into that because she had a little power herself. She was basically a sword fighter, like a really, really good one. But she really wasn't all into being royalty. She would have been happy. She would have been the kind of person that would have just have been happy living out, you know, a little farm wife out in the middle of nowhere, you know, with her husband and being happy like that. But obviously she couldn't. So that's basically that, you know, he gets killed protecting her to, so she can get away. Uh, she gets mortally wounded, but she makes it to this husband and wife and they raise Malachi more. I'm sorry, Malachi, Mordecai as their own. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, yeah. It's a, uh... You know, and then he, he starts to grow up, you know, just normal kid. He's, he thinks I'm the blacksmith's son, and he learns, you know, blacksmithing and stuff like that. He goes out in the woods and finds his mom, different herbs and stuff in the woods, and, you know, just lives a normal life. And like you mentioned, he is friends with uh, his best friend is, you know, uh, his father is a duke of some land. So he, he's got friends that are like royalty, even though he's sort of like this, you know, common peasant kind of person. Um, th there was a note that Mordecai's mom wrote to Mordecai, but the, 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 his adopted parents knew exactly who Mordecai was, but they, they were going to wait until they knew that, you know, they, they would know when the time would come when they were to tell him like who he actually was. Correct. Another thing I really, uh, really liked about, uh, this is, was, uh, how they had some strong female characters. Uh, there was two. Let me find the names. I the first one down. is Penelope. That, yep, Penelope. Yeah. That's basically his love interest. And then Lady Rose. Yes. Uh, yeah. Was the other two, and uh, that's if well, sometimes fantasy books go down two streams. Generally, you have the powerful male, and oh, the women are just basically there for a sidekick. And then you got the other one where the females the power, and the guys are just the sidekick. Not a real fan of that, you know, because uh, in the real fantasy world, hey, luck of the draw, you get the power, you get the power. Male, female, didn't matter. And so they had really two strong women characters in here, which I really liked, uh, Penny and Lady Rose. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the the one thing that was cool is, uh, I mean, Mordecai basically kind of stumbled upon realizing, like, uh, like uh, I don't remember the exact thing that happened where he started realizing, like, this is weird, like, he realized he was more than what he thought he was kind of thing. Um, I don't remember what triggered that in the book. I think that was when him and his friend, the, the Duke, the, the King's son, uh, when they were riding one of the horses and it got stuck and it was sinking down in the mud and the Duke knew he was going to get in trouble because he wasn't supposed to be doing that and riding there. And Mordecai really didn't know it, but he kind of lifted the horse out of the mud kind of with his powers and put him on the shore and didn't really know how he did it or what he did but he thinks he did it and no one really knew and the duke kind of kept it quiet too because they were like we don't know what happened so after that's when it started to kind of go down the line and it kind of got back a little bit to the king that uh mordecai had the power wanted to come visit and to find out a little later 
the king was probably the only person knew who uh, Mordecai really was. Yeah, yeah. And then even even Mark, that was his friend that was with him with the horse. That's right. That, that is what happened. Even Mark kind of had an idea of what was going on. It's like, hey, you need to come to my house for the next few days. And they're having like a big party. He's like, I can't go to that party. I'm just like a lowly nobody. He's like, don't worry. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get you to come and, you know, come to the party and hang out because they had this huge library. He's like, I got some books I want you to read. So Mordecai started reading the books and then, you know, just kind of went from there. Yeah, they wanted to see the library, and what really tipped stuff off to his arch enemy, the Lord Devin Tremont. Oh, yeah. You know, the villain. He's his arch enemy, the big villain, uh, another, uh, you know, he's a lord. But what happened was when uh, Mordecai was there, they just said Mordecai was a relative from out of town. But he was in a room of honor where the Devin Tremont, the Lord Devin Tremont, thought he should be. But Mordecai was there, and it was acceptable because the family of the king always got kind of first dibs, close family. Yeah. So, and the Lord Devon Tremont kind of knew something was up about him. He really can't be royalty. Look how they just put it off like, no, he's a relative. He's a scholar. He just basically sits and reads all the time, you know, so that's why he's kind of like that. But that's what really kicks off uh, Lord Devon Tremont that uh, uh, likes him. And the Tremont really likes a penny, too. Yeah, and, and then that, you know, along with that, while he's there, he runs into a lot of his, you know, friends that he's had throughout, you know, since he was younger. So he runs back into Penelope, who's, you know, also called Penny. She she works for the, 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 the king at his castle. And then he has another friend, Dorian, who his father is like the, the captain of the guards. So Dorian is like this huge, you know, bruiser kid, like a, just a giant beast of a kid who, uh, you know, can, can swing a sword with the best of them. And so he runs back into them while he's at this party. Yeah, well, before we give the whole book away, we don't want to do that. Uh, basically, what's happening then is it all comes down to they have this, basically, stuff happens, good, bad, good, bad, this big party, and it really... Uh, uh, comes down to the Lord Devon Tremont's trying to trick and get Malachi and kill him and discredit him and everything like that. But uh, Mordecai finds a book that really helps him out and learns a few stuff that and find out uh, Mordecai has a lot of power. He's just very raw. And to find out Lord Devon Tremont has some power too, who actually killed his older brother. You know, his older brother was actually a drinker, a womanizer, so he actually drowned him in a tub with alcohol when he was drunk, so everybody thought, oh, he just got drunk and he drowned. So it basically comes down to that where it came a, a small fight back and forth a little bit, and, of course, Mordecai wins, and Lord Jeremy Tremont has his tail between his legs and runs off like a little girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, it's not in those words, obviously. It really goes on, and I'm really condensing this book down. Uh, it, it is very detailed. Uh, uh, there's very few profanity in this book. Uh, there's slight some sexual content in it, in case you're wondering about this. There is uh, an attempted rape scene. Uh, the only reason I'm saying that is if, if you're going to give this to a kid to read, you might want to think twice. I think, uh, I'm guessing... Uh, 
Oh, 16 and up probably wouldn't have an issue with it. That's my guess, but it's all going to depend on you. I just want to make sure I threw that out there. The older teenager probably wouldn't have anything on it, but if you're going to have your eight-year-old, you might not want to. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't very like graphic or detailed, but it is there. Right. Yeah. So uh, again, you might want to read that to see and you might, ah, it's not a big deal. It's up to you. I do have to throw that out there because sometimes uh, people do, you know, uh, I did get a letter a month ago about uh, a gentleman from Germany who's he's trying to learn more English with his teenage son. So they're actually reading books that we're reviewing. So, yeah, so that was pretty cool. But I wanted to throw that out because I don't know the age of his son. He said teenager. I don't know if that was 13 or 17. Right, yeah. If that's the case, you might want to read this first and then see if it's okay. You know, like I said, it's real mild, but again, it is there. Is that about it? Uh, Yeah, actually, with the end of the book with Devin Tremont running with his tail between his legs, uh, that that gets uh, translated into he ends up with uh, no head attached to his body. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, that's about it. Uh, Any last thing you want to about this book? Uh, No, like I said, it's definitely worth reading and uh, check it out. Yeah, like I said, I would have gave this a solid nine. Um, I When I read and listen to the books, I have a little notepad. I take notes about it, and I had a note in here. I wouldn't even have thought about this when I was done, but I did it. I said I, the only thing criticized about the writing is I said the little profanity it has, it's how it's used. Uh, the profanity kind of sounds modern. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it didn't really have that. If there's a criticism, that's it. Is that a big criticism? No. But for some reason, I did take that note. So I, it must have been something when I was listening to it that didn't feel right with me. So you might get that too in the book. But other than that, I think story was great. Uh, he did not need to go into brown breaking, brown groundbreaking territory with fantasy. Because of how solid it was written. Yeah, the whole series is t- basically nine across the board for me. So that sounds good. Is there uh, anything else you want to uh, talk about before we uh, go on? No, I think that's it. That sounds good. Don't forget, next time we're going to go over by uh, uh, a book by Leah. Nope, I'm sorry. I told you wrong before. Uh, it's written by Leah Bordeaux. Bordeaux, B A R D O G O. That's who it was written by. The yeah, Fort I think you King, said Lauren so. something. Yeah, Lauren Fort King. That's who's narrated by. I am sorry. It is Leah Bardu, B A R D U G O, Shadow okay. and Bone. Yeah, so, yeah, Shadow and Bone will be next time. Don't forget, go to Amazon.com slash, slash Amazon. And do not forget the most important thing, if nothing else, in this podcast. I want you to open up a Google Plus Hangout, put door-to-door geeking up there, and just put bother, bother, bother. And we're done. Don't forget to do that. And tell him his mother wears combat boots. Now that would be funny. (laughs) I'm going to have to do that the day after this is published. So, (laughs) All right, my friend, anything else before we uh, cut this off? That'll do it. All right, thanks for listening to episode number 26 of Book Notes Podcast. And I'm going to say this, the next episode, I got an announcement to make. Ooh, no, the podcast isn't going away. 
but I got a cool news to take about a podcast. Oh, yeah. Come back next uh, week when you listen to this, and you will find that out. That is what we call uh, a cliffhanger, people. Cliffhanger. You guys have to wait a week for that, but I'm sorry, but I got to do it, so I can't release it now. So, everybody have a good day, good week. Thanks for taking your time out and downloading this, listening to it in your busy lives. I do appreciate it. Have a good day, everybody. See ya.